First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. I want to change the the, the 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 conversation for the next game, which is Falcon Panthers Falcons. Which originally I wanted to just get your take on Walker, but yeah. now it's like the winner of this team of this game is in first place. Yeah, right. That is correct. That is correct because because Tampa lost tonight to Baltimore. Uh, Carolina could be in first place if they beat Atlanta, and they were tanking and traded away Christian. Okay, Stafford so who do you think is going to be? Who's going to be in first place? <laughs> I. It's the best way. Come to on, say it. Say it. It's you no. Know, I think it's going to be Atlanta because I'll trust the market, man. I'll tr- I'll trust the line, right? Like in the in the look ahead line for Bears Cowboys. It was Cowboys minus 10. And then the Bears throttled the Patriots on the road and pulled off a huge upset. And then the number opened for Bears Cowboys, and it was Cowboys minus 10. Like you're like it's a it's a and now it's nine and a half with the but the juice, it's minus nine and a half, minus one fifteen. Like don't overreact to one data point in the But the NFL. line did move. Atlanta opened at six and a half, and now it's, I think it's down to four. Okay, no, no, f- f- fair, fair enough. But I'm saying don't you feel like that's an overreaction to one game? Like I no, I don't. You don't no. So you think that Carolina is? Now... I think there was a market correction on Atlanta. Okay, but so do you think Carolina is going to win? I do. So you think Atlanta is not as good? As I'm going to give you something that I believe to be true. I think Carolina trusts Walker to throw the ball more than Atlanta trusts Mariota. I've never seen a well, stat. Yeah, but... Where okay. a team trailed like the Falcons did last week, and they were still running the ball like crazy in the second half of the game against Cincinnati, it made no sense. They just don't. They just don't want to do it with Mariota. Yeah, they, he's not. He's not good. Um, I don't know why they're not going to what Ritter, right? Desmond Ritter. Yes. Uh, well, because they want to do the they want to be the dual the running class. team. Yeah. yeah. Well. Walker looked good, man. You want to get, say Geno Smith looked good. Walker, what was he the highest graded quarterback in the league last week, according Geno to Geno Smith? Leads the NFL in completion percentage over a six or seven game sample. Okay, I'm just saying, if one guy can have a redemptive arc, why can't somebody else? I he mean, had Matt Rule. He, oh, he, he PJ. I mean, did he? But did he ever have an arc? Geno Smith was a starting quarterback He's three and one. Ago. Okay, okay. He's I'll, facing the Atlanta Falcons, dude. I'll take Atlanta. All right. Side bet? No, I've, I've learned my lesson from that stuff lately. I'm not doing that anymore. Gambling? Well, I'll do that, but I'm not going to make like, you know. Oh, yeah. Didn't you eat $28 with the Taco Bell today? I tried. Did not go well at all. Oh, my God. What happened? I bought my way out of it. I, I donated $280 to a food bank, and that's how I survived the wrath of having to go all the way through with it yeah how far did you get five tacos in and how much did that, you have to go i think 13 <laughs> <laughs> come on you would have done the same move you're always weaseling weaseling your way out of shit you well, buy your way you. out of stuff sometimes oh i have no problem with throwing money at the problem i who 280 dollars do people not know how much money you make well, it's just 28 times 10. It just seemed like a nice round number. I understand, but I would have pushed for 2,800. 
Oh, good thing you're not my co-host. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just. That's what I'm saying. So, they, so yeah, they just. I, I, I feel like, yeah, real easy. Uh, Titans and Texans. Instead of like going over the Titans again, which oh my god, why are they? Yeah, yeah, ready? yeah. I'm with you. How about Brandon Cooks is liking tweets for trades? He's been traded already a million times. This is old hat for him. Uh, who should trade for him? Why not Green Bay or Tampa? Well, we just went over why it won't be Green Bay. Well, I don't necessarily agree with you. Like that has you been their history. Would? I think that I think that's been their history. But I think it makes I don't I don't think that they are completely stupid. Like they have they they, they also never did free agents, right? It was like Charles Woodson's the first free agent ever, and then they they they've signed free agents. So you bring back Aaron Rodgers, you bring in a, you know, modern coach collaborating, all that stuff. I, what do you think it's going to take to get Brandon cooks? Not a first round pick. I'll give you one. Why don't the giants just take the picks they got for Kadarius Tony and trade them to the Texans for cooks? I don't see any reason for them to be buyers. Well, why? Because you're just going to like, it's about culture and this year is just a, Year of discovery. Everything and you're of doing, age. everything you're doing is great. Culture, discovery, and you can you can make the wild card. You're not okay. going to win the division. You can make the wild card, and you're going to lose in the playoffs. So, like, what's the point of? All right, how about the Rams trading back for him then? I mean, I like that more. But like, I would you? I mean, you would you do that if you're the Giants? Me? Yes, you. I see no difference in being a wild card loser with Brandon Cooks and a wild card loser without Brandon Cooks. So you're just going to roll the dice and because college football makes so many great wide receivers, just go get one of those guys in next yeah. year's draft. Well, there are no good free agent wide receivers. It's okay. It's so a terrible still, free agent. wide. Yeah. So yes. Well then if you're the giants, why wouldn't you want to give your next quarterback, at least someone that is ridiculously consistent. He's not elite by any means. You know, he was in new England. So it's not like Dable, I don't know if he was crossed over with him there, but it's not like the people that have coached him. He's been in every system, I guess I would say too. So, you know, he's flexible. What about Tampa? They already have too many receivers. I mean, Brady likes weapons. I think Brady needs a tight end. Gronk? Yeah. Gronk's not, Gronk's happy right now. (laughs) Does he want to go do that shit? No, I wouldn't think so. He's got his weed pen or whatever. I mean, he's just loving life. I mean, he doesn't need that bullshit right now. No, I tend I tend to agree with you. Commanders Colts. Yep. Fucking Matt Ryan. They benched him. They benched Matt Ryan and they owe him like the GDP of a small country for the next two years. Mm-hmm. You shocked by it? I was. Yes. He's one week removed from being awesome. I don't, yeah. I, I don't understand. Impulsive owner. So this is the time where the owner benched the quarterback. That's what I'm hearing. Impulsive owner here. Yeah, I mean, well, they're offensive. How sourced up are you, by the way? You're always telling me about these insiders based on your tweets, because I do read all of your tweets. No, impulsive owner, and I think, look, he sees that it's an offensive line that's been the worst in the league, and his quarterback's immobile. So I think he wanted – Ellinger was really good in the preseason, and I think Ursay – just got impulsive and forced back. There is no way Frank Reich was ready to bench that guy. Come on. He knows what a, 
Elling, Ellinger's basically Chase Daniel with legs. That's what he is. I will say this, after doing the Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan thing, if I was a Colts fan, I'd be cool with young guy with potential upside as a lottery ticket. No, like, I wouldn't be. Why? They're you not know winning why? anything. I know, but you know why? Because I think I would just have Andrew Luck PTSD so bad that I couldn't even find the ray of sunshine or speck of hope and like six round pick goes in and let's see what oh, he's but got. I, sure, but like... You, you I wouldn't be able to get past that. The luck thing. I just wouldn't be well, able to. Well, the, the franchise is not past it. It's one of the... It, I, I still think that is one of the craziest NFL stories of our lifetime. You want to know what's even crazier about it? One of my best friends in Pittsburgh is a diehard Colts fan and his wedding was that day. And luck retires and there's a meeting where we had to decide, do we withhold the information from him at the reception and allow for him (laughs) to just enjoy this day? And we couldn't do it. Somebody went up to him and said, you're not going to believe this, but Andrew Luck just retired. And I'm not, I'm not kidding you. It ruined his wedding night. (laughs) That Danny, none of that is an exaggeration or hyperbole. He got into a gigantic fight with his new bride. He cried. No. Yes. No. I swear to God. Dude. I would He's have that diehard. Show. That is amazing. Yeah. I was recovering what, what, from what, penis what surgery. What, what, how old was he? Well, what? That's It's what now? Um, four years? Yeah. Yeah, so he's our age. He's like, he's... 30, okay, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't or, know if he got married yeah, at 26. He, he like, was like 31 or 32 when that happened. You're a, li- you're a little old to be crying over sports at your wedding. That's a little he, embarrassing for your friend. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it's devastating. It's devastating. And the wife was mad that he was mad about sports at the yes. wedding? Yes, yes. Oh, is that great? That is that is my that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> and it still comes up like he's not over that. Are they still all. married? Yeah, they are. Did anyone take a video of him being told? No. Huge no, we missed opportunity. Oh, 100%. That would have gone viral. That would have done big numbers. That would have done big big numbers. Uh Lions and Dolphins. Are you convinced that Tua makes Miami a lot better. They haven't lost with him in the lineup yet this year. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, when he when he starts and finishes a game, I should say. Yeah. Um, does he make them a lot better? Yeah. I mean, I I've been I've been impressed with Tua, but I don't know what they're gonna do. It's almost like I'd like to see Tua with McDaniel. Without Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you know, like not for a long period of time, but like, are you convinced? Because they did so much for him, right? They Armstead and Mostert and Edmonds and retained uh, Jacecki and had Waddle and and traded for Tyreek Hill and hired the offensive coach. No quarterback has a team done more for in like one off season 
than Miami did for Tua. It's one of the great quarterback support investment situations I've literally ever seen in the NFL. But it's almost like they did too much. And now I don't know if he's a product of a perfect environment around him or if he really elevates it. Like Because being better than Teddy Bridgewater or uh, Thompson, the seventh rounder, like that doesn't tell me much. So if I was going to be like, all right, I got to pay Tua a couple hundred million dollars here soon – if he's really a franchise quarterback, I'd want I'd want to know it that way. But like, yeah, he may he makes them better. He he's really accurate, and they've been awesome when he's played. They, dude, they might be the third best team in the AFC. Yeah, but I don't I don't think he I after the first quarter of the Steelers game, I thought he actually held them back offensively and could have easily thrown four interceptions in that. He easily game. could have, yeah. Um, so I mean, so do you not think he's good? No, I think he is. Like, I've always been a two and a You were a two guy. Yeah, I've always been a part of that. But I'll say this. With all those weapons that you just mentioned and the fact that, you know, offensively they should be a juggernaut, I think a team like the Bills or Chiefs would go into Detroit and we would just expect them to roll. I don't think that way. Now that the Lions are getting swift back, I think, I think the Dolphins are a can't. I think a lot of people that are smart about football, think that Detroit's going to beat them on Sunday. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. And I I haven't seen enough from Tua to want to say that I want him to be the guy for 10 years. But honestly, I felt the same way about Dak. Yeah. Like, Dak had everything perfect around him at the beginning, and he put up kind of pedestrian numbers. Didn't have perfect coaching, obviously. Not that Tua has perfect coaching. But, like, great offensive line, great skill position guys, great running back, and it was like, Guy put up 23 touchdowns every year. So I'd like to – and then when you see him with a hurt offensive line or bad running backs or whatever, he was awful and taking a ton of sacks. So I'm not at all sold on Tua, but I was never a Tua guy, uh, and and you definitely were. What's the next game here? The last uh, one, saving the best for last, Vikings and Cardinals, because now Kyler Murray is on that Call of Duty watch thing. It's such a good we- story. <laughs> I – it won't be a big bet, but I will be betting the Vikings. Oh, just me too. For, just for fun. I want to believe that the Reddit Call of Duty Kyler thing is, is real. It's fun. And maybe the Vikings are going to be like the worst 12 or 13 win team that we've seen. Like that's definitely in play. Well, they're in. They're definite. I mean, I think they've got a good shot to be the number one overall seed and get the bye, just because they've got the Bears and Lions in their division. They're already three and zero in the NFC North. Like, even though they're winning these lost games, to the Eagles, yeah, yeah. But you know, Philadelphia's got Dallas and I guess the Giants, and so from that perspective, you know, Minnesota goes six and one here. That that puts them in a good spot. My. <laughs> My take well, on the- Minnesota, Minnesota just still has they still have at Buffalo. Okay, there's a loss and home against Dallas. Um, just in terms of like not, I don't game. I don't think they're great, but I would not say twelve and five is out of the question. Oh no, I agree. That. That's what I'm saying. That that's exactly what I'm saying. I think that they could be a bad twelve and five or thirteen and fourteen. I, dude, you've seen Philly's schedule. Philly's schedule. I don't know when it's going to happen, but. One of those national shows is going to – someone's going to say that Philly's going undefeated. Yep, you're right. 
I, but I mean, it, it's their, their schedule is like, I don't know if you, when the last time you thought about it or remembered, but I think we talked about it on the NFC preview, maybe. I don't know. Pittsburgh at home, at Houston, home against Washington, in Indy, home against Green Bay, home against Tennessee, at the Giants, at the Bears, at the Cowboys, home against the Saints, home against the Giants. I mean, that looks like a 15 and 2, 16 and 1 right. record right there. It is. I mean, they're they're favored in every game. We'll see if Rodgers gets it back. Obviously, uh, I mean, next know. week has a chance to be an all-time Philadelphia situation where the Eagles are in Houston. It's the only off night in the World Series, and then I think Game Six and Seven are in Houston. After that, can you imagine the amount of Philadelphia sports fans that are going to be in Houston? It's going to be a takeover. Yeah, that is going to be ridiculous. That is going to be a scene that I would have absolutely no interest in being a part of. (laughs) Same. Last thing, just quickly in Arizona. Have you ever seen an organization from drafting a guy number one overall and then giving them guaranteed money, but at the same time that they do this, there's still like this reluctance to really embrace Kyler where he's screaming at Kingsbury coming to the sideline. They tried to put the video game thing in his contract and yet they drafted a guy that was five foot five with the number one overall pick and gave him like the second biggest quarterback deal. <laughs> it's just, it's a very complicated relationship. It It is. It, I mean, it reeks of fire the coach because you uh, committed you've been on that for a while now. You just can't, you're jealous of Kingsbury's good looks just yeah. like you are with Garoppolo. <laughs> Dude, I'm jealous of your good looks. Thank you for that. I'm jealous of anyone with above average male looks. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know how easy it is for good looking people? Do you know how hard it is? Dude, what I've done with my looks, I'm a miracle worker. (laughs) Okay. I'm rich with a hot wife and they put me on television occasionally. Okay. And I look like this. So yeah, man. You you really should start a website where you go and give motivational speeches to ugly guys. I'm a, I should be their fucking hero. I yeah. agree. Yeah, there's, there's an untapped market there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Danny Parkins. If I can do this, you can too. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Confidence. <laughs> Being tall and smart helps. Uh, but yeah, man. I, of course, I'm jealous of Kingsbury and Garoppolo. Although the problem is, is that our mutual friend, Nick Wright, and the biggest fan of First and Pod, he would just usurp my business because he'd be like, look at me. I'm richer. <laughs> I'm richer on TV all the time and have a super hot wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he would just, he would take, he would just overtake us. All oh, right, dude. We'll love this part making the podcast. We love you, Nick. You're the only one still listening, buddy. Uh, thank you to Spencer Ray. We have anything else we have to do? No? No, we're good, man. All right, cool. Tune in to Andrew Filipponi in Pittsburgh, me in Chicago. Subscribe, rate, review. We will talk to you after Sunday night.